Nehemiah chapter 5 verse 1. Then there arose a great cry of the people and of their wives against their brethren, the Jews, too, for there were that said, We our sons and our daughters are many, let us get for them corn, that we may eat and live. Two, some also there were that said, We are mortgaging our fields and our vineyards and our houses, let us get corn, because of the darth. Darth means famine. What's happening is, Israelites are taking advantage of Israelites. In God's law in Exodus, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy, Israelites are not allowed to take advantage of their brothers. They're supposed to give freely when their brothers are in need. They're not supposed to collect interest on any loans from a fellow Israelite. But what was happening since Babylon and then Persia took over the land of Judah and the land of Israel, the Israelites weren't practicing the law anymore, and they were acting like pagans giving loans only at high interest rates. That's what they were doing to their brothers and sisters, to the point where their brothers and sisters were very poor and had mortgages on their homes and couldn't even afford to buy food. 4. There were also that said, We have borrowed money for the king's tribute upon our fields and our vineyards. They actually had to take out loans just to pay taxes, and it was because their fellow Israelites were taking advantage of them. 5. Yet now our flesh is as the flesh of our brethren, our children as their children. And lo, we bring into bondage our sons and our daughters to be servants, and some of our daughters are brought into bondage already. Neither is it in our power to help it, for other men have our fields and our vineyards. They went into such deep debt with their fellow Israelites that their property was taken away and their kids had to be sold off as slaves to fellow Israelites. And this is completely against God's law. 6. And I was very angry when I heard their cry and these words. Now the I is Nehemiah himself, who is speaking. 7. Then I consulted with myself, and contended with the nobles and the rulers, and said unto them, Ye lend upon pledge every one to his brother. And I held a great assembly against them. He said that he consulted with himself. And that's an okay thing to do if you're following the Lord and you have the Holy Spirit in you. Then you can ask yourself, is this right or is this wrong? And Nehemiah knew, because he knew the law and he had God's Spirit in him, he knew that what they were doing was wrong and that they were hurting each other. And he's now going to confront them for lending money at interest and causing their brothers to go hungry. 8. And I said unto them, We, after our ability, have redeemed our brethren the Jews that sold themselves into the heathen. And would ye nevertheless sell your brethren, and should they sell themselves unto us? Then held they their peace and found never a word. Nehemiah confronted them, and they couldn't talk back because they knew that he was right. He's saying, The heathens want to oppress us all the time, but you guys are oppressing each other financially. 9. Also I said, The thing that ye do is not good. Ought ye not to walk in the fear of our God because of the reproach of the heathen our enemies? Nehemiah is saying, God punishes the heathens when they punish us, and if we punish each other, shouldn't you be afraid that God would punish us as well for that? 10. And I likewise, my brethren and my servants, have lent them money and corn. I pray you, let us leave off this exaction. Nehemiah is saying, stop making your brothers pay interest. I myself have freely given them food to eat without costing them anything. 
And this is how we should be in the church too. If you claim that you're helping somebody, but you charge them a fee, you're not helping them. You're taking advantage of them. One time, a Christian lady told me that another person who pretended to be a Christian charged her $40 to rotate her tires. There are some tire shops that do that for free for women. And for another person pretending to be a Christian to charge her $40 is just appalling. That's the kind of thing that was going on in Nehemiah's time. 11. Restore, I pray you, to them, even this day, their fields, their vineyards, their olive yards, and their houses, also the hundred pieces of silver, and the corn, the wine, and the oil that ye exact of them. Nehemiah is now commanding that all the Israelites who are collecting debt money to let it go free and give all those people back what belongs to them. We read about this in the law in Deuteronomy. God does not want us to profit off of each other. He wants us to help each other. God said you can lend money to the outside nations, but not to your brothers. 12. Then they said, We will restore them, and will require nothing of them. So will we do, even as thou sayest. Then I called the priests, and took an oath of them, that they should do according to the promise. The people agreed to what Nehemiah is saying, which is really good. They're showing honesty and repentance, and they're agreeing to give their brothers back what they took. 13. Also I shook out my lap and said, So God shake out every man from his house and from his labor that performeth not this promise, even thus be he shaken out and emptied. And all the congregation said, Amen, and praised the Lord, and the people did according to this promise. As is typical of a real prophet, they always enact out in a physical way what they're prophesying. Nehemiah grabbed the skirt of his robe, and he shook it as if you would shake crumbs and dust off of your clothing or off of your lap. And he said, may any man who doesn't obey the Lord's law and give back what he has taken from his brother, may he be shaken out of Israel. And they all agree to that. 14. Moreover, from the time that I was appointed to be their governor in the land of Judah, from the twentieth year, even unto the two and thirtieth year of Artaxerxes the king, that is, twelve years, I and my brethren have not eaten the bread of the governor. When Nehemiah was sent back to Jerusalem, he was sent back as a governor, and that's one of the reasons why everybody is listening to him and why he is in charge of rebuilding the temple, because he is their appointed leader from the king. And he says that he himself did not eat from the king's taxes, because it's the people who had to pay those taxes. 15. But the former governors that were before me laid burdens upon the people, and took of them for bread and wine above forty shekels of silver. Yea, even their servants lorded over the people, but so did not I, because of the fear of God. Nehemiah says that the other governors who came before him were all taking financial advantage of the people, and they were robbing them, but he didn't do it. This is similar to when Samuel told the people, I never took anything from any of you, and they all agreed he never did as prophet of Israel. And also Abraham, the same thing. Abraham never took anything from anyone. And you and I are supposed to be that way as Christians. We aren't supposed to be taking handouts from people. You know, it's funny, there are ministries that demand that you ask your friends to support you in that ministry, and that is the absolute opposite of what the Bible says to do. The Bible says we're not allowed to ask our 
fellow brothers for money and to profit off of them. But there are many ministries that demand that if you're going to be one of their missionaries, you have to ask people to donate to support you. And that's so unbiblical. We're supposed to trust the Lord. Jesus never took donations. It was Judas who took donations and put it in his purse and stole from it. It's okay to give willingly to help others in the church and to help the church workers. There's no problem with that. But when somebody who claims that they're serving the Lord demands or repeatedly asks for money, I see that as a major red flag because we don't see that with any of the prophets or the patriarchs in the Bible. 16. Yea, also I set hand to the work of this wall, neither bought we any land, and all my servants were gathered thither unto the work. Even Nehemiah's own servants were not there for him, but they were there for the Lord's wall and to rebuild it. And he himself didn't buy land for his own pleasure when he was there. 17. Moreover, there were at my table of the Jews and the rulers a hundred and fifty men, beside those that came unto us from among the nations that were round about us, meaning that he fed a hundred and fifty people regularly. He was just giving. Jesus blessed the bread and it multiplied. And when you bless the bread in the name of the Lord and share it with your brother, it will multiply. 18. Now that which was prepared for one day was one ox and six choice sheep. Also fowls were prepared for me, and once in ten days store of all sorts of wine. Yet for all this I demanded not the bread of the governor, because the service was heavy upon this people. Nehemiah is saying the people were paying enough just to get the wall built. They didn't need to pay to support me, so I supported myself, and I didn't take any of their tax money for my own pleasure. 19. Remember unto me, O my God, for good all that I have done for this people. And now Nehemiah is asking God to remember that Nehemiah obeyed his laws and operated in his spirit. And you know what? God does remember when we obey his laws and operate in his spirit and do what he wants. He's creating eternal treasures for us in heaven for all the times that we obeyed and all the times that he was able to do his works in our lives. We will get eternal rewards for that. This world is passing away, so don't worry about what you lose in this life, because the more you freely give in this life, the more you will be freely given in heaven. And that concludes Nehemiah chapter 5.